Good morning. Welcome to the episode of FN I'm Doing Podcast. A pop cultural, political, sometimes uh, cinematic podcast. Where I talk about film and everything else. Speaking of everything else. So. What do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't know. And thank you, by the way, for any listeners, the few that I had, if at all, on here. I'm a humble guy, so if you're listening, that's great. That's awesome. I hope uh, your Wednesday is uh, a good one and moves along fast. I'm going to talk about the Mollywop in Alabama because of an update and just because I can't stop talking about it. The Mollywop Alabama dock fight happened Saturday night. A lot of us didn't find out till Sunday morning. Some of us didn't find out till Sunday evening, like me, after working. Uh, and sleeping all day, basically. Uh, it was... It was a feeling like no other. And there's a reason why it was such a huge, great, beautiful feeling. We've watched too many black men gunned down, beat up, chased out of town, Killed for just existing. Killed for just looking at homes in a rental area. Killed for just going down the wrong neighborhood. So when something like this happens, where there is so much in the right and so much little in the wrong, and I'll get to that in a second, you don't know how the you don't know how to really feel about it. Well, you do know how to feel about it. You feel joyous, and you feel so joyous that you're happy. There's a saying that Issa, Issa Rae quoted uh, during a war ceremony. She's happy for everyone black, and that's not to mean racial. It's just black folks don't get a lot of lifting up in certain social settings and media certain social spaces and when something comes along that especially after Jason Aldean's rally to fight in sundown towns to Jennifer Aniston and the whole kerfuffle over that where Jamie Foxx has to apologize after almost dying. He has to apologize to keep from becoming or getting done like Kanye, an actual Nazi sympathizers. We, what happened Saturday night was cathartic. 
And it's not just a white and black thing where you've got one side mad at the other. You've got allies who also rallied around the video they were watching saying, yes, that's what they deserve. You had a security guard who was just doing his job. Let me tell you something. I come to work. I come to work to do my job. And if something involving my job is stopped by a customer, if you will, because they are privileged and entitled and their actions against me telling them to do just lightly to do why they have to not be in this area and their their retaliation is physical where I'm suddenly attacked by five or six people I'm going to be pissed off about that I'm losing my job that my job is being threatened I'm getting pissed off that I had to get up, leave my family, come to work, probably on his day off. And then suddenly, these privileged assholes in their pontoon boat don't want to move because they're having fun. They attack me and then they walk off and get back on their pontoon boat. Pontoon boat. And start playing Jason Aldean. All gassed up. Probably gassed up from Jason Aldean. And probably gassed up from Kid Rock. Drinking their White Claw. Thinking about what they're going to do at Meemaw's house tonight. Thinking about what kind of gun they're going to shoot at the range or in the fields or whatever. It's Alabama. Thinking about what church clothes they're going to wear and don't want to miss so-and-so's sermon. But not thinking about assaulting a man and the consequences and the repercussions because they don't feel they need repercussions. That moment clearly identifies to the world what so many minorities think about racist people who think they're above everything. They think they're above the law. They think they're above everything. They 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 either cry Karen tears or they scream white privilege because they think they're above everything. And this is one of those days when karma was like, nah, hold on. Karma's got to come in and pull up on the dock and serve some delicious karma that has been needed to happen for a long time. The dock with its history, uh, the river, I mean, with the history of slaves that were murdered, thrown in, babies thrown in there. And you had a young man who I hope is never having this on his record ever. 
He saw what was happening. And he saw what usually happens when we're all watching George Floyd get choked out on live on live internet air. And no one able to do anything. So many young black men have been murdered this way. And then later, all we get is I'm sorry. And what about my family? Those kind of things. So when something like this happens, instinctively, you have to make a choice. And that young man made his choice. He jumped into the water in his clothes, in his shoes, swam and like no, like it ever before. And got on that boat, got on the dock, probably still tired, but he was amped up and energy was flowing. And he put the rock bottom on <laughs> that, that old boy and joined in the fight. To help that man survive and not get murdered by those racists in the pontoon. And they tried to walk away, talk their shit, but they knew they fucked up. And they knew they fucked up because they were stopping a boat. I don't know how many minorities were on the boat, but it seemed like. The whole boat was full of them. And they probably saw that as, well, we ain't gonna pay attention to this shit. We're gonna do whatever. Fuck him. And a couple of N-words that they probably rallied off and yelled at when they got back home. Or when they got out the jail cell or hospital. And it wasn't going to happen. Not today. Karma came along and delivered swift justice. And I ain't going to lie. I've watched that video so many times. I've watched every facet of the video. I've watched parody of the video. I've watched parody commentary of the video. They had me laughing and wheezing. To the point M, to the point M of like, oh my God, this is too much. The only part of this video that I don't condone and feel was justified was the chair shot, which became a symbol of Defiance And there were so many people That were pulling out videos of Why? Why that woman? Why that? Let me tell you something She Threw hands because she knew She she made her bed When she started throwing hands To beat up that security guard she knew the bed she made when she threw hands earlier. So, a chair shot? 
I don't condone, but in the heat of the moment, I understand to a point. To a point. But it was extra because we all saw it. As soon as he did it, I'm literally, I'm literally sounding like the people doing the commentary. Going, oh no. That's extra. He's going to jail today. So. It was something that was unexpected. But it's something that the whole entire world was watching. By Sunday evening, it became the talk of the, t- the entire state, the entire country. By Monday morning, it was a firestorm of laughter. Then, then the news media started putting their own two cents in and laughing. When they realized, hey, this was mo- this was significant. The owner of the chair, like I said in my previous podcast, was a black man who invented the folding chair. Nathaniel. I forget his last name right now. But that brother Nathaniel, I'm glad he made that chair because it came in for a good reason. One of the uh, pontoons, six or seven, got on the internet, fresh from his ass whipping, and if he didn't have to get racial, you could see that maybe he could understand the mistakes he made. But instead, it was it was a bunch of gorilla bullshit, inward bullshit, inward that. So, it was clearly racial in the decision to say, fuck you, security guard. We're beating your ass up, then we're getting on a pontoon and drinking our White Claw. Listen to Toby Keith or Kid Rock. Walking along and not caring a bit. And Karma was like, no, my brother. No, Chad, no, Karen. I'm sorry, but today's the day you have to pay that tithing. And that tithing that you're getting is certified public ass whipping for the whole world to see to go viral. And we all laughed. The memes. One thing about my culture, my race, my people. Is we can laugh and make some fun of some shit for so long. To the point that it's still funny. We're going to laugh. We're going to tell our jokes and get our kikis in. I came I came to work. And talk to a co-worker. And I didn't have to say fight. I just had to say you hear what happened in Alabama? And he already knew. That Alabama mollywop, they already knew. 
and we laughed and put our two cents in. So, it was a pretty good two days mental health for me. I'm glad we have one state that wants to protect women's rights, women's reproductive rights, by saying no to that bullshit that they were trying to push along. I hope more states do this because however it was created and formed was not right in any means. Any 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 means. So I'm so happy for that. So it's a good day for democracy. And it's a good day for karma. It's a good week for karma. Good week. All I can tell you is we have to stay strong and stay steady and not let the uh, bullshit that seems to be happening continue to happen. I'm glad to see we have judges that are not playing to Trump's music and fighting against injustice. And I hope to see more of it because Jack needs all the help he can get and shutting down Trump and his games. His mini games. I mean, you have. Well, I didn't want to start the longer list, but you know what it is. You know what time it is when it comes to that. But I feel that it's going to change soon at some point. I don't know how things are going to go with the election because it's still, in my opinion, could go either way because this world. Is still divided despite every all the good stuff. The brawl showed that it's divided in some ways more than we realize. And that some people are so entitled. Trump really has created people that think they're so entitled, they're capable of just doing what he does. January 6th happened, in their mind. We can do whatever we want. Those type of people look down on black people. Those type of people look down on minorities. Especially in Alabama. Where it's racist as fuck. Texas isn't no different. 
when we in Alabama. Despite how some things might be. And despite Greg Abbott's <coughs> border bullshit maybe. We're better people. We're better people and that bad people is there are really great minorities they're really great white people they're really great LGBT plus trans people that are out there fighting the good fight fighting for freedom for all fighting for love for all and we just gotta keep fighting y'all we gotta keep fighting democracy is at stake more than ever you see Ron DeSantis and what he's doing with Florida just imagine just imagine DeSantis doing that to the United States of America and you go you, you say well you're Trump DeSantis is not Trump he's fucking worse he's a sociopathic apathetic no emotion emotionless individual who thinks that law only apply to a certain type of people that look like him that seem like him I don't, I'm not going to say sound like him because he's he's basically a skin suit in my opinion I don't know I can't say alien because that's disrespectful to aliens I don't say lizard that's disrespectful to lizards I don't know what he is But his thoughts and motivations are not human by any means or civil by any means. He's not channeling racist presidents of the past or racist leaders of the past because a lot of his motivations are beyond any kind of normalcy. But on a good note, not thinking about DeSantis I hope that you have a great day I hope that this Wednesday is awesome for you I continue my uh, watch of Tubi movies and I've enjoyed them I found some good old school 80s ones that uh, were great I'm going to do a review I think on Mausoleum because I've watched that before It's it's a little fun movie of the past I had a huge crush on the actress Bobby Breezy that was in the movie and uh, I enjoyed the movie I forgot it existed to tell you the truth and then I saw the familiar box cover on Tubi I was like okay I'm gonna watch this it was fun it was a lot of fun it's typical 80s on one of pages in it she has some good funny moments, even though, you know, stereotypical funny moments for a black character in a movie, horror movie. But spoiler alert, I'm glad she did not pass away in this. I'm glad she wasn't able to get killed off by the uh, demon in the 
movie. That one spoil I can give you. But I liked it. I had watched a Australian movie called The Tunnel. It was okay. It wasn't anything to call home about. It wasn't anything shocking. It's found footage. I can see what they're going for, but it's not as above so below by any means. Uh, I hope to see at some point uh, Saw when it comes out. It might be a few months. It might be hell November by the time I see that. Because Saw movies are on Saw, uh, Star I mean, and I don't have stars. But I've got my Tubi to watch, and there's plenty of Tubi films to talk about and review, and I'm going to try to do a little bit of that uh, in September. Just to have fun. But I hope you're having a great day, like I said, and this has been Effort. I'm doing a podcast, I'm Curtis. And I'll holler at you later.